look outside for the mirror, um, you know, as we did this week. You know, we didn't get the outcome that we wanted, uh, but, you know, guys, are, like I just said, we're going to find out who the dudes are really are in this team, and I believe in everybody. Well, the Eagles came into this game needing to make a statement, and the statement was that the Eagles are perfectly content with dropping two in a row for the first time since October of 2021, and they are perfectly content with playing football at a substandard level because that was what we witnessed tonight, and it does not leave any Eagles fan with a good feeling. Welcome to the Bird's Nest Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us. The Philadelphia Eagles dropped another blowout this week, this time to the Dallas Cowboys by a final score of 33-13. to Yes, the Eagles lost a game by 20 points. There was no level of acceptable performance at all during this game. The offense couldn't get anything going. When they did get things going, they were unable to keep it going because they just simply turned the ball over. The defense couldn't keep the Cowboys from doing anything that the Cowboys wanted. This game was basically a correction for the Cowboys from the earlier matchup when the Cowboys lost that game by a couple of inches. And the Eagles are right now not looking like they are living up to anywhere close to the potential that we had expected them to come into during the course of this season. So everybody needs to be held accountable for this game. So we're going to start by taking a look at the ways in which this was a just total system collapse for the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts was 18 for 27 in the passing game. That is a two-thirds completion percentage for 197 yards in the passing game. The longest passing play was a 30-yard pass from Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith. It was a beauty of a catch. Devontae Smith did a great job of catching that and getting the 30-yard pickup. The second longest passing play of the game actually was not even thrown by Jalen Hurts. It was a fake punt that Braden Mann did very early in the game. Mann, to his credit, sold the fake punt so well, I don't think anybody saw that coming. And Alameda Zacchaeus was running wide open on the right sideline, and Braden Mann found him, and that was a 28-yard pickup. The third longest play of this game was Jalen Hurts' 24-yard pass to A.J. Brown, but there were no plays after that that the Eagles ran that went for more than 20 yards. And to their credit, the Eagles actually didn't have a ton of three-and-outs. The Eagles only had two three-and-outs in the entire game, but the Eagles were only able to score field goals. The Eagles scored twice in the second quarter, and that was it for offensive scoring. The Eagles' first drive ended in a Jalen Hurts fumble deep in Dallas territory that set up Dallas' second drive of the game, which that drive ended in a 60-yard field goal by their kicker, Brandon Aubrey. The Eagles kicked two field goals in the second quarter, and then their drives went fumble, punt, turnover on downs, fumble, end of game. The last time the Eagles failed to score a touchdown was way back in 2017 when the Eagles had the number one seed locked up in their ultimate Super Bowl winning playoff run and they sat the starters in the final game of the season. 
the Eagles were very much out of this game during the fourth quarter. And while, yes, there were opportunities for them to come back, the offense couldn't get anything going or they couldn't hold on to the ball long enough to be able to capitalize on opportunities that they did have. You cannot go that deep into Dallas territory and fumble the football. All three of the Eagles' fumbles occurred in Dallas territory. All three of them occurred while they had opportunities to drive. Under absolutely no circumstances can you turn over the football that many times that deep into the territory of your opponent who has shown time and time again throughout the game that they are able to march down the field and score if they get the football. And one of the frustrating things about Jalen Hurts' performance in this game was the fact that he didn't target any receiver beyond A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, or Dallas Goddard. He didn't target any of them. Alameda Zacchaeus is on the board simply because of the fake punt. Now, the Eagles did get back to running the football a little bit more. DeAndre Swift carried the ball 11 times for 39 yards. Jalen Hurts had five carries for 30 yards. A number of them were designed runs for Jalen Hurts. Kenny Gainwell, four carries for 28 yards. Boston Scott, three carries for nine yards. Uh, two of those carries came in garbage time at the end of the game when the Eagles were simply out of it and were resting their starters for the last couple of plays. Now, a lot of Eagles fans have been calling for Brian Johnson's head over this and the fact that Johnson's play calling has left a lot to be desired for Eagles fans. And I understand where that sentiment is coming from, but the problem with that is that, except for the couple of three and outs, the Eagles were moving. It was not a really a play calling problem. So the Eagles offense, very simply put, couldn't get anything going. But the Eagles defense, oh boy, the Eagles defense still has not returned from the bye. The Eagles defense once again gave up another 100-plus yard rushing game, something I said during our preview episode was not something that the Eagles should expect to give up against a division rival, certainly not for the fourth week in a row. 138 rushing yards was given up by this Eagles defense, 59 of which went to Tony Pollard on 16 carries, and another 46 went to Rico Dowdle including one rushing touchdown. So the Eagles defense, again, did not show up to stop the run, and they once again are probably going to fall in the statistic of average rushing yards per game because they have, very simply put, allowed way too many 100-plus yard rushing games to opponents that really should not be allowed to run all over the Eagles secondary. The Eagles defense also needed to make sure that they were getting off of the field on third downs, and very simply put, the Eagles did not do that. The Eagles defense allowed a 56% conversion rate on third down. That was 9 for 16 to the Dallas Cowboys. And while, yes, that is the best third down conversion percentage the Eagles defense has allowed to an opponent since the Kansas City Chiefs game, the problem is except for one drive where the Eagles were able to get a third down stop deep in Dallas's own territory, the Eagles defense was allowing these third down stops to occur in their own territory. And what wound up happening was the Cowboys were able to send out their rookie kicker, Brandon Aubrey, to drill field goal after field goal after field goal, the first of which being a 60-yard field goal that occurred midway through the first quarter of the game. So when you have a kicker that's able to regularly drill 60-yard field goals, there's no reason why 
you should be allowing them to get even remotely close to your own territory. And the Eagles' defense, very simply put, was not up to the task this week of stopping the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I will say this. There were a couple of bright spots on the defense. There were actually two Dallas Cowboys drives that did not end in points for them. The first Dallas Cowboys drive that did not end in points was the drive that I alluded to where the Eagles were able to stop them deep in their own territory that resulted in a punt. The second one actually occurred immediately following that drive on the Cowboys' next possession. The Eagles were able to get pressure to Dak Prescott, who was ultimately strip-sacked, recovered by Jalen Carter, who returned the football for the only Eagles touchdown of the game. It was a defensive score. The last time that the Eagles have scored a touchdown on a fumble was way back in 2021 when Darius Slay returned a 17-yard fumble recovery against the Denver Broncos on November 14, 2021. It was definitely a welcome sight because at the end of the day, nothing about this game is really deserving of any kind of praise from any Eagles fan at all. There is no reason why the Eagles should be patting themselves on the back for this game. The Eagles have lost two consecutive games under Jalen Hurts for the first time since October of 2021. And Eagles fans everywhere are scratching their heads right now. The Dallas Cowboys, with this victory, overtake the Philadelphia Eagles. They do overtake them in the number two seed. San Francisco claims the number one seed by virtue of the head-to-head, and the Dallas Cowboys claim the number two seed for the time being due to the fact that the Eagles and the Cowboys split their matchups on the season, and the Cowboys have, as of right now, a better divisional record with four wins and one loss compared to the Eagles' three wins and one loss. Now, I'm not saying the Cowboys have an easy schedule coming up. They don't. They have a number of tough games that they could have, and anything could happen with the NFC East. But very simply put, the Philadelphia Eagles came out and were not the better team. They were playing lackluster football. They were playing uninspired football. They were playing football that just very simply put is not acceptable for a team that is trying to defend an NFC championship and is hoping to get back to the Super Bowl this season. Shane Half of Bleeding Green Nation actually probably said it best. If you're in week 14 and you still haven't put it all together and you're still looking for that complete game, maybe it's time to face facts and acknowledge that you're not as good of a football team as you were hoping for. The Eagles team needs to do a lot of soul searching and needs to do a lot of soul searching quickly. Now, Nick Sirianni did speak in the Eagles post-game press conference about how Eagles players have all had to rise above adversity. I know that... Everybody that's in that locker room has been through in their lives and um, has made it to this point. They've made it to this point because of the they've been through. And so that adversity has made a lot of us in that in that locker room where we are today. And we got to remember that we got to internalize that and we got to you know, make sure that the adversity that we're facing right now, we, we are we're able to uh, to get through and uh, make sure we get better from it. And those are very true words. Let's hope the Eagles can back it up because right now this team doesn't have it. And they're playing, honestly, they're playing like the Phillies did in their series against the Arizona Diamondbacks where the Phillies got themselves into a rut and were unable to come out of it. The Eagles right now are in a rut. 
Let's hope they come out of it sooner rather than later. But as always, let me know what you think in the comments below. What do you think are the biggest areas of concern following this Eagles loss to the Cowboys? What do you think is needed to turn this team around and get it out of the rut? Let me know. And thank you so much to everybody for tuning in to the Bird's Nest Podcast. You can support the Bird's Nest Podcast by liking and subscribing to Bird's Nest Media right here on YouTube and by sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify. Please visit birdsnestmedia.com for additional Eagles coverage. And if you feel so inclined to support us in a different way, you can find the link to our Patreon in the description below or at birdsnestmedia.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's go Eagles! Eagles!